Hey you guys, welcome to the Maiden Magic Podcast, your pinned location for all things Disney. I'm your host Dawn Brown and this is episode number 8. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that'll pixie dust your experience and we plan to pick up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings on our website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Maine and Magic. You can also find us on Instagram at Maine and Magic, and after the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. Today, Katie and I continue our discussion about what's headed to Disney parks and experiences around the world in 2021 and beyond. In episode 7, we covered the vast array of exciting things in store for Walt Disney World, including tons of new attractions and even a park transformation. But WDW isn't the only Disney destination with exciting things on the horizon. From web-slinging adventures, a runaway railway, and a Marvel hotel, to a frozen-themed land and new adventures across the globe, in part 2 of our very first two-part episode, We're covering all that's new and coming soon to Disneyland Resort in California, Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong Disneyland, the Disney Cruise Line, and Adventures by Disney. So join us on the Red Car Trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. So that's what's new at Walt Disney World. But, I mean, Disneyland is not skimping either, and we're going to head there next. In Disneyland Park, we know that Snow White's Enchanted Wish is coming, and it is the reimagining of Snow White's Scary Adventures, which I don't know why they had a ride in the park. <laughs> that was, Although I guess they have Haunted Mansion, so... But I think it's funny that they took the original princess story and they were like, we're going to make it scary adventures. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they're they're reimagining it to Snow White's Enchanted Wish. And the info that we have is that there's going to be enhanced story details and new scenes. There's going to be new audio and visual tech, including LED black lighting, laser projections, and a new animation system. So I'll be curious to see what animation they've added or how they've integrated that. Um, and there's going to be scent tech also added. So, you know, you guys know, like when you go on um, Mickey's Philhar Magic, you'll smell, you know, certain smells and, um, you know, on... Oh figment you smell like oranges or the stinky farts or whatever. <laughs> so apparently this one is going to be an apple pie smell from doc baking an apple pie awesome so i know whenever you get back out there i know you were supposed to go in august and your port your trip got canceled but i know when you're back out there that's probably going to be the first place you had this episode is making me depressed with all the stuff i didn't get to do <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I'm very excited about that. 
And of course, here also Jungle Cruise. Um, yeah, so the Jungle Cruise changes are coming here too, which we mentioned earlier. And Disneyland is getting their own version of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is going to be in Mickey's Toontown in a theater called the El Capitoon Theater, which is too cute. Um, and this one was supposed to open in 2022, but Disney announced that they're delaying it one year and then it'll open sometime in 2023. Maybe it'll open the day after I leave. <laughs> but this, this is actually a park expansion, which is mm-hmm. crazy because they're, so limited on space but the way that it's a park expansion is they're taking a backstage entertainment building and relocating it somehow presumably off-site to make way for this attraction so that's cool so they're not actually tearing anything down to build it other than they're taking something that was previously backstage and adding it to the on-stage space so you can look forward to that if you are a West Coaster and you haven't been able to make it out to WDW to get on this ride. You'll have your own version in just a little couple years time here. The big, the big thing that everybody's talking about is Avengers Campus. I, the level of nerding out that's happening in this household is <laughs> unmatched. About same as it is in this household over the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have that here too. <laughs> <laughs> that that's happening here too. But um, I'm too excited about this. Uh, we're so we're gonna start with the Web Slingers. Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. Tom Holland was recently, um, Disney Parks blog put. Uh, an article up with some video of Tom Holland. He's going to be reprising his role as Spider-Man for this ride. It's going to use 3D technology and the the tech, I I can't even believe it. So it's going to have gesture recognition technology that will track the body and eye movements of riders as they sling virtual webs from their wrists at escaped spider bots. You could knock me over with a feather. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a ride vehicle with a bunch of people in it and being able to detect the gestures of each individual person. My mind is blown. Um, <laughs> so the premise of the ride, because initially when I saw they had like released, you know, concept art of like the ride vehicle, like people in the ride vehicle with the 3D glasses on. My initial thought was, oh, this is just going to be like the ride at Universal in Florida because that one's like 3D, but it moves through a scene. But no, this is completely different. So the backstory or the, like the premise is that Peter Parker is doing a tech presentation of these little spider bots and it goes awry. So you have to board and test drive a web slinger vehicle to stop the bots from, you know, like basically multiplying. And you're going to do that by reaching out your hands and slinging webs from your wrists. 
That's crazy. I don't even. And I mean, if for anybody who watched the Imagineering story, the very last scene in like the last episode, they were showing the animatronic Spider-Man that's going to be like launching off of the top of buildings, which I'm assuming is going to be in Avengers Campus. Just when I saw that, I knew whatever they brought to Avengers Campus was going to be insane. And so far, that's what it looks like. And I am going to link in the show notes the the um, article that features Tom Holland um, so you can read more in depth about it. But it sounds just awesome. I, I The fact that I'm going to get to sling webs out of my wrist... <laughs> I might show up in a Spider-Man costume. (laughs) Pay no attention to the strange adult woman that is very (laughs) middle-aged in the Spider-Man costume. So that's that's the first thing. Um, Avengers headquarters. Did you see the picture that Josh Demaro posted of the Quinjet? I did not. Yeah, there's a Quinjet. On top of Avengers headquarters. So, I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> but for those of you who do need to know more things, uh, Disney says there are reports, that this is like describing what the headquarters is. There are reports that the villain known as Taskmaster is plotting a break-in and the Avengers are on high alert. Brave superheroes like Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, and Captain Marvel greet new recruits and scan the horizon for potential threats. If Taskmaster and his gang of mercenaries do appear, our heroes are ready to defend the Avengers headquarters, which would surely lead to an action-packed confrontation on the rooftop and all over the building. You'll definitely want to be there to see what happens. So it sounds like complete chaos. It sounds like you're going to get to meet the characters, and then also there's going to be, like, streetmosphere action going on. So can I just say, remember? <laughs> okay. This is me. This is my version of geeking out because I'm a teeny bopper at heart. So remember, like, back in the day when Johnny Depp dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow and everybody was like excited that they got to see him. Can you, if, if I was there and Chris Evans were to like take off his, his, uh, uh, Captain America mask and it'd actually be Chris, Chris Evans standing next to me. Oh my gosh. Forget about the Avengers headquarters. Be like, yep, I'm in heaven now. <laughs> <laughs> like that's going to be what this is going to turn into is the actual, like the Avengers name is so big that they have to. Oh, I wouldn't even be surprised because they are they had already had meet and greets. Where Tom Holland like took off the Spider Man mask. Yes, and Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. So I think it just I I am an Avengers fan. I have seen all of them, but oh man. It's yeah, it's gonna be cool. It just uh, sounds so cool and that's not all but wait there's more (laughs) Um, they're also they're also creating as part of Avengers Campus the Sanctum which 
you're going to be coming, you know, it, it sounds like it's a stage show basically, but, um, you're coming to face to face with Dr. Strange as he demonstrates his mystical abilities. So the backstory for this, the like premise and like backstories that they've come up with for this whole land is awesome. Uh, I'm into it. It's such a great continuation of the whole MCU. But so the premise here is that there's unexplained events happening at a remote location in the hills outside of Los Angeles. And in the late 1940s, a Stark industry complex was built on the location. And then decades later, Tony Stark invited Dr. Strange to the Avengers campus to teach the recruits about the mystic arts. So then Dr. Strange suspended the cloaking spells over the area (laughs) and revealed the sanctum. So you're able to see the sanctum because he's, you know, suspended the cloaking spell that was over it. So now new recruits to the Avengers campus can visit the ancient ruins and learn about the orb of Cagliostro. I'm sure I said that wrong. And that, and Disney says, this is from Disney, the orb is known to be especially active at night. Visit after dark and you might see the sanctum flowing with magical energy. Shut up! What? Does this not sound like you're going to have some, like, bioluminescent lighting effect, like, Pandora-ish? Oh, absolutely. It's going to be... Yeah. I feel like there's going to be... I mean, you pick... You imagine, like... Yeah, there has to be. Because think about... Think about the Doctor Strange movies with... Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. This is like... I know. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm too I'm too excited. So, I mean, and just this whole fact of like, and I, again, we don't know what the stage show is going to be. Like, who knows how big of you know? Are we talking like Indiana Jones stunt spectacular kind of theater, or is it going to be a more intimate? crowd you know there's no way to know but there is going to be some sort of show with him showing you how you know mystical art but it also sounds like there's like a walk through or you know there's a space you can experience outside of that is what it seems like so uh that's it sounds really cool i'm excited yeah Yeah. also we're getting a pem uh, or a pem a PIM test kitchen, which is going to be a restaurant. Um, and all they've really said is there's going to be like bite-sized, you know, creative-sized. <laughs> they, they literally, it literally says on the left that creative-sized bites. So I'm just imagining like finger foods. <laughs> um, but I'm sure that's going to be really cool. And of course, like they're going to have some merchandise locations. They have to. Of course. Um, but uh, the, whole, the whole campus sounds incredible. And I can't wait to see it for myself. Yeah. I just need Disneyland to reopen. Yeah, because I'm missing World of Color, like, really bad. It, it's almost going to be a hard decision between, like, if I have to choose my vacation, do I go to Disneyland or I Disney know. World? 
I don't know. Which 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 things do I want to see more? I don't know. <laughs> For those of you considering planning trips to international parks, obviously things are open and closing right now, so we're just going to assume you're not necessarily trying to travel internationally this year. It seems like pretty much everybody is thinking next year things are going to be closer to normal operations. But um, no, when, when you do plan on traveling internationally to reach out to your travel advisor for all the updated United States CDC guidelines, because there are a lot of them and they are ever changing. So. Yeah. Yeah, guys, Katie can help you with she it's she's not just sending people to Disney World and Disneyland. She can send you literally anywhere. So if you're just taking a trip to Chicago, she can help you with that too, but um, you know, if you're traveling internationally, she can help you with that too and keep you abreast of like all the new airport security issues and all of those things. So, but I digress because there is lots internationally that we want to see. Yes. Um, okay, so Disneyland Paris has a bunch of stuff coming, too. They shut down their Hotel New York, and it's being reimagined to Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. And it's going to be the first hotel dedicated entirely to the celebration of Marvel art with one of the largest publicly viewable collections of Marvel artwork in the world. And it looks freaking cool. I I always thought if I went back and actually stayed, I would want to stay at Disneyland Hotel, which also is getting refurbished, but we don't necessarily know a ton about what specifically is getting refurbished. But... I always thought I'd want to stay there, but I kind of feel like I might choose this one instead. But they, it it looks cool. There's a, a couple restaurants. There's going to be a lounge. The rooms are decorated with all kinds of different Marvel artwork. And, you know, it's it's like the bright colors that you would see in comic books. It's really festive. It's, it's like what you would want a comic book art hotel to look like and it's kind of like sophisticated a little bit um disneyland paris doesn't really have value resorts i'm not sure if this one is considered a moderate or a deluxe i think it's a deluxe but uh it looks cool and i will link the article that shows the rooms in the show notes so you guys can click over and check it out it definitely looks like a cool option to stay at, especially if you have a Marvel fan in your family. They are also getting an Avengers campus at their Walt Disney Studios Park, which is going to have Spider-Man Slingshot, an Ant-Man Laboratory, a Mission Control. They're all different kind of experiences. They did shut down Rock and Roller Coaster, and they're re-theming that to Iron Man Adventure. Um, so they're going to have their own version of Avengers Campus, and it's going to be actually like kind of a bit different from the one at Disneyland. So it'll be a different experience. Um, they're also adding a Cars themed 
area to their Walt Disney Studios park, they basically shut down like 60% of that park and it's getting overhauled and it needed it because it didn't know what it wanted to be. (laughs) So I'm excited that next time I get to go, whenever that will be in the future, that it'll have less of an identity crisis happening. I do also want to mention this kind of nerdy thing for my for my environmentality friends out there. They're doing this solar canopy energy project and it's really cool. So it's going to be like picture when you go into like an apartment complex or something, how you can how they have like those awnings that you can park your car under. Right. To keep it out of the sun. It's that only there's solar panels on top. So they're doing this huge project in one of their parking lots. It's going to cover 9,600 parking spaces. So they have these awnings that cover 9,600 parking spaces. And it's going to result in enough renewable clean energy to power 17% of the resort, which Disney World has a solar energy park. Um, but it's just, it's like in a field. So it's taking up space. It's taking up separate space. Whereas this is just going to be in the parking lot. So it's, it's like you're getting dual use out of it. You're not having to go to a separate space. I feel like if they're doing this in France, you know, Disneyland Paris has winter. It gets snow. (laughs) So if they're able to do this, in Disneyland Paris and power 17% of the park. I'm just imagining what they could do with this at Walt Disney World or Disneyland where it's sunny all year round and how many parking spaces <laughs> are at Walt Disney World between, oh. you know? So I, I'm cur- I'm watching this. I'm curious to know. Obviously, there's production and like, let's be honest, anytime you produce something, there's a pollution offset. But I'm curious what the difference will be from the production, you know, cost and, and you know, what the pollution offset of that is versus the amount of upside they get. So I, I'm I'm curious because I feel like this could, if this works and it's viable that maybe we could see this in the future. Wouldn't it be nice if you walked out to your car in August <laughs> and it wasn't 120 degrees inside because it was covered by an awning? So, yeah. Um, the other one is Hong Kong Disneyland is getting a new land called Arendelle World of Frozen. And all we really know about that one is that they are going to get their own version of Frozen Ever After, but I think they're building it from scratch, so they're not working inside like a pre-existing show building where they have to make the theming fit the track. I think they have free range, um, so that's cool. And then they're getting this. This sounds so cute. Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs, a family coaster ride. To me, that totally sounds like Matterhorn. <laughs> Yeah. It sounds so cute. Um, so that's what's new internationally. And 
I, you guys, I told Katie, when was this? I, I feel like it's like a couple months ago. I was telling you how intimidated I am to travel to Asia. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I'm a, I think I'm a pretty brave traveler. I mean, I went to Europe by myself, which yeah. I mean, they all speak English, so it's it's not that big of a deal. But and I went, you know, I've been to South Africa with my dad, but for some reason Asia in general is very intimidating to me. I I don't think it's not a language thing cuz people don't understand me in Texas. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so it's not, it's not a language thing. I think it's a food thing. I'm like legit scared about food because I don't eat seafood and I know that's a big deal, like especially Japan. But also like, have you ever seen video of like people trying to get on the trains <laughs> in China? I cannot yeah. do that. I think about that. I think that's why it's intimidating because I mean, aside from that, because that's obviously real life, but. <laughs> Um, like watching TV and like, I don't know. It just, it feels intimidating to me, but I feel like I could go with a group. So I fully intend to visit every Disney theme park on this planet. I just have to get over myself a little bit <laughs> because I, I really want to go on wandering Ogin sliding plays. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe sometime years from now, pictures and postcards travel can set up a Maine and Magic podcast group trip to. I, the, yeah, let's the, do it. Yeah, <laughs> like this. Uh, this is where my brain is going. <laughs> um, but until then, just kind of miscellaneous other things. Disney Cruise Line is getting a new ship. They are. They are getting um, the first of three new ships joining the Disney Cruise Line fleet through 2025. Um, so right now, we don't know if that's still going to, if all three are still set to be released by that date. We do know that this new ship, which is called the Disney Wish, uh, it was originally planned to set sail in early 2022. That has been pushed back uh, to the summer of 2022. So there is a bit of a delay there. Um, the Disney Wish, or I should say all three of these new cruise ships that are coming out, are going to be powered by liquefied natural gas, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the ships are going to be about 1,250 guest staterooms. It's going to be anyone who has been on a Disney cruise, um, it's going to be slightly larger than the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy. So um, what's cool about the Disney Wish is that, well, first of all, the, all the Disney cruise ships, they each feature a character on the stern. Um, and those characters kind of embody what the ship is all about. So this ship, the Disney Wish stern, is going to feature Rapunzel. Um, yeah, I read that. Um, so I'm curious how they manifest yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then also, so the Disney Wish when you walk in, it's gonna, it's, it was inspired by a Disney castle, I guess, if you will. So once you, when you walk in, um, there's always a character right when you walk into the grand hall. 
they're, the main character walking in is going to be Cinderella. So, um, I saw that on, was it the holiday special? They kind of yeah. unveiled that. Yeah. So it's going to be really cool. Um, a little bummed that it got pushed back a little bit, but you know, uh, I have, I have been cruising before. I have not been on a Disney cruise. However, I have toured one of the cruise lines. I did get to see plenty of the rooms, including the amazing suites that they have on the cruise lines. Um, which are, my gosh, like, awesome. We got to eat when we were on the crew, on the tour, and the food is remarkable as any Disney-inspired anything is. So kind of really excited about that. Uh, if I can get Dan to go on a cruise, we would do it. Is that going to be out of Canaveral? Uh, I have not seen where they're coming from. I'm assuming it's going to be yet. They haven't really put out the, where they're traveling to yet that I've seen. But if I had to guess, yes, it'll be out of Port Canaveral. I know at certain times of year we have the Disney Wonder here in Port of Galveston. So if anybody, if anybody out there is ever coming to Galveston for a Disney cruise, let me know. We can, we can grab a, a coffee down there and I can send you off to the cutest little bell whistle that they have. <laughs> it's so funny when, when, because we have carnival out of our port too. And I was down there one day and it was, you know, the carnival ship next to the Disney cruise line. And I just thought I'll never go on a carnival cruise now that I've seen this. No, I won't let you go on a carnival cruise. I like, you see these two ships next to each other and it's just like, well, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not doing carnival. <laughs> Um, I know there's a price difference, but uh, I can tell you just from looking at them that whatever it is, is worth it. Uh, yes, very much. Um, and the other thing is there's new Adventures by Disney? There is. So there's a couple of things. Um, not many people know about Adventures by Disney. Um, it is a acquired taste, if you will, um, something that's on my bucket list. It is not a value vacation, but it is a vacation worth remembering. Um, and from all of the feedback that I have ever heard from anyone doing an Adventures by Disney, once you do one, you're hooked. Um, so just a quick little what it is for anyone that doesn't know listening. Adventures by Disney is just a group guided family vacation to domestic and international destination. So you can go to um, New York City and it's basically it's if you enjoy the Disney name and the Disney brand without Disney. So you're not going to New York City and getting Mickey and Minnie in your face. It's it's a very like custom specialized Yeah. It's a uh, I guess you could say curated experience of whatever place you're going to. Yeah, they're, they're, they're tours. It's a luxury tour. Yeah. Um, something that puts Adventures by Disney on the side, you know, different from a regular tour that you might book to say, you know, we'll use New York City just because it's there, um, is you do a tour in New York City and you do a tour in New York City. If you do a tour through in New York City through Adventures by Disney, you have two tour guides. You have, 
um, they call it the panel of power. So just like anything, and everyone knows that Disney brand, when they see that Disney panel of power, you basically are front and center. Um, the things that you get to experience are just bar none. It is, it's pretty epic. It's, you can go anywhere that you're, you think you can go to any country. Australia, Japan. Oh, I saw they had one to South Africa, and I was like, oh, I could go back there with an Adventures by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, so some just kind of uh, touching briefly on a couple of things that they've added uh, are expedition cruises, which is new to their repertoire, if you will. Um, they have voyages to Antarctica beginning in late 2021. Uh, the Galapagos Islands in 2022. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a Buenos Aires escape that you can take. It's a four day, three night guided group experience with highlight must be attractions as well as hidden gems of Argentina's capital. River cruises are back in the Danube. Uh, it's just guys, if you want an experience, like I said, it's it's not it's not Disney. You know, don't let Adventures by Disney make you think oh, it's Disney. I, I don't I don't need I don't need the mouse. I don't know who says that, but I don't need the mouse. I just want to go. I just want to go to Buenos Aires. Well, I'm telling you, call me and let's book an Adventures by Disney because they are amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and this actually, you know, speaking of what I said earlier about being intimidated to travel to Asia, if you're someone who wants to travel internationally, but you are a little intimidated by it, maybe because you've never done it or, you know, you're just like, I don't speak the language and that feels scary to me, but I still want to go to Rome and see the Colosseum. This might be a good option for you. Yeah. Because you are traveling with a group, and I think it's kind of like once you arrive, you know, I don't know how the itineraries work. I'm assuming they want you to arrive by a certain date or, you know, something so they can go through their itinerary. But, you know, once you arrive, like, you're taken care of because they're moving your your luggage from hotel to hotel and you're, you know, you're meeting at a, you know, let a location to go on that day's adventures. And I, I know they do have some free time built into, I, yeah. I don't know if it's all the itineraries, but at least a lot of the ones that I've seen. Yeah. All the itineraries have free time. So just because you're on a guided tour, um, you know, your your itinerary is set for you. So you do have to arrive by a certain day at a super certain airport. But the price you pay, um, they tell you straight out, like, here's your itinerary. You know, we'll call it uh, the four night in New York City. You know, you have to get to JFK. And once you get to JFK, your transportation to your first hotel, you know, New York City is just one hotel, I believe. But your transportation to that hotel is taken care of. Your accommodations are taken care of. Your transportation to, let's say you go um, internationally, your transportation to whatever hotel you are going to be staying at or resort you're staying at, transportation is taken care of. Most of your meals, not all of them usually, but most of your meals are included. But the ones that aren't are when your free time comes into play. The one that I really 
want to do, and it sounds silly because, well, you just go to Disneyland and you go to Disneyland. It is what it is. Well, Adventures by Disney is the only way that you can get into the Disney Museum. Oh, are you, wait, are you talking about Walt's office? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, um, Walt Disney Studios lot. Studio yeah, lot. yeah, I know. Yeah, we're talking about Adventures by Disney, and we're like, it's not Disney, but there is one that is Disney, <laughs> and it is in California, and it is the number one Adventures by Disney experience on my list. Yeah, I mean, you can't get into that unless you're on the Adventures by Disney. And doesn't it? it, and it I, if I remember correctly, it's been a minute since I looked at it, and I don't know if they've made changes, but. It includes like one or two days in the park, and isn't there like a like backstage tour or some kind of tour? Yes. Um, that is in the Disneyland one, and there's there's two different Disneyland um, package or itineraries that uh, are available. But yes. Yeah, I I have been on the Walt Disney Studios lot a thousand years ago when I was a cast member. Like I was I was in California, and my friend was like. You want to go check out the studios lot? And I was like, I, how do you even do that? They're like, well, you just show them your Disney ID. <laughs> I was like, what? We, we should not be allowed to have this much access. <laughs> um, so I've been on a lot. So I saw, you know, the, the cool building with like the seven dwarfs holding up the, the roof. And I, um, we went in like the, like lobby area of the, you know, the Walt Disney Archives was there. So I, I saw the seven, um, the multi-plane camera and I was like, oh my God, I can't even believe them looking at this right now. <laughs> it was like an out of body experience. But you, you know, I was just there walking around randomly, not on a tour. I don't know what I'm looking at, but I want, I just, I just want to go stand in the doorway and look in his office for like, 12 seconds and I then I can die <laughs> I guess I don't know yeah that's number one on my list yeah it's I uh, we want to do the uh uh Ireland 12 days or 14 days something like that in Ireland is on our list mm. so, yeah I mean it's so the I guess the international the ones are usually more than a week right they are more than a week, yes. And you're you have to so you have your 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 price for your itinerary. So let's call it a fourteen day itinerary. You have that price that's set. Everything it tells you right on there what's included in your itinerary. So obviously all your accommodation, all your um, transportation to and from everywhere, um, x amount of meals, x amount of breakfast, lunch, dinner. They tell you straight out how you know what you're getting. What is not included is the cost for you to get from point A to point B and from point B back to point A. Yeah, you just have to cover your airfare to the store's destination, basically. But but they tell you what airport to fly into, so that cost is not included. Everything else, you're covered. And it is um, it's for people who trust the Disney brand but don't want to travel to a theme park. I mean, guys, I'm telling you, it's anyone, if you talk to anybody who's done an Adventures by Disney, they will tell you to just do it. 
Oh, I can imagine. Because if you look at some of the itineraries, there's things on there like, like I think one of the ones I looked at was was in Italy, where you go to a class and you learn how to make pasta. Mm-hmm. Come on, you're not you're not gonna do that if you just go there. Most people aren't gonna take the time, or, or even know that you could do something like that. So that they have yeah. you going into a, an Italian kitchen and you're making pasta and then eating it like you're not going to get that experience anywhere else and there's i mean there is things that again we're going to call it this is something that was that was you know when i first started doing my training for all of the disney brand that was instilled into me is it's called the paddle of power when you have that paddle of power when your tour guide has it there are things that you're going to get to see that unless you're on Adventures by Disney, you don't get to see. And maybe even that, yes, you might get to see it, but you get to see it. Uh, I think one of them, you get to see the Mona Lisa and you get to see it up close. Like it's not looking at the Mona Lisa with all the crowds around you. Like you're up close and person is as close as up close and personal as you can get. Yeah. The Mona um, without anyone around you, like you're, yeah, you get, yeah, it's like special access. They've, they, oh. I mean, they've partnered with all of these different yeah. businesses to yeah. be able to bring you things that, you know, right. And you wouldn't be able to get necessarily on your own. And on top of your two tour guides that you get, so you always get a Disney cast member as one of your tour guides. Um, obviously, they're very well-versed in wherever you're going. You get a local tour guide with you. But then on top of that, so you have your two tour guides, and then you also have your locals that you're going to meet and talk to. This yeah, the people not- that are kind of running the individual classes or the, yeah. And now, you know, when you are going on these, it's not going to be like your normal, you know, family vacation where it's just you. There are going to be other people. So just know that, like, that's what tours are going to entail. It's not a private tour by any means, but they're pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I would love to do one. I, I, I love that it's all inclusive, too. You know, it's. Yeah. This is the price. You know, and it's everything and, you know, outside of like, you know, maybe a miscellaneous late night drink or a random coffee or, you know, a free lunch during the day, it's all included. And so for just uh, to kind of give you an idea to go to uh, Japan, the trip includes 10 days, 19 meals and 26 sites, all for one price. So, um, obviously, they all vary where you're going to go, what you want to do, but everything's included. Almost, oh, I'm sorry. Almost everything's included. They do have shorter trips. You can get to, uh, like, the Buenos Aires Escape is going to be two to five days, so a shorter trip if you wanted to do that. Um, Wyoming is two to five days. The one thing I thought was really cool with um, with uh, New York City, that when that was being offered was you get on the Good Morning America, like, inside while they're filming Good Morning America, and then you get 
to learn a Broadway performance, like actually go on stage of, at the time it was the Frozen uh, Broadway show, learn one of the dances, and then later that evening, go and watch Frozen on Broadway. Which Yeah, that's another want- thing. They have the, yeah, see, that's a special thing that you would have to try yeah. to get your own tickets, and yeah, they yeah. have already a seating section, like, roped off, basically. Yep. And, I mean, anyone who's ever been to New York City to ever get the, I mean, Frozen on Broadway, Frozen on Broadway was one of the hottest selling tickets. Um, I think they have said, well, I, things obviously have changed because of, of the times. Um, yeah, we're but, not sure when Broadway's coming back. I thought they said spring. Yeah. But, May, like but, May time frame, but we're not sure yet. But some of the locations might not be currently available because of everything going on. Obviously, traveling outside the country is going to be tricky, but yeah. But yeah, if you're looking out into 2022 and beyond and you're thinking, you know, okay. I, I'm curious, I might want to do that. This is a good time to start thinking about it and checking out the different itineraries and seeing maybe where you might want to go. And for my my adult only fans, anyone, there are there are adult only um excursions or uh destinations that you can choose as well as an age limit. So there are some of them that, you know, you won't have any kids under the age of 9. Um, no, so. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. And I mean, it might be like only a certain time of year. Like maybe anyone could go to the Galapagos Islands, but if you want to go in April, like the second week of April, that's when it's adult only. So um, that's good to know. Yeah. Because if you don't mind traveling in a group, but you really would prefer it to be all adults, then you can check with Katie and she can tell you <laughs> exactly when those are going to be happening. Yep. So, wow. We talked about that way longer than I was expecting, but oh, I, I, just, I, I yeah, there's so many good. itineraries to do and they all sound, they all sound really cool. There are, 37 planned trips on six continents. Yeah, and if you're not sure, it sounds like you can get some shorter ones. Just yeah, oh yeah. test it out, see if you like it yeah. before you jump in and book a 14-day, <laughs> you know, multi-country. Right. Like, yeah, maybe go spend two days in Wyoming before you <laughs> do the Italy, France, Germany, you know. <laughs> Uh, the last thing, which is not about Adventures by Disney, that I just want to touch on, this is a, um, based on availability and time sensitive, new to 2021, I guess we'll call it, is a couple offers that Disney World is offering right now. So if things that we've told you, or if you want to go check out the walls to what's being built of everything we told you in Disney yeah. World, because <laughs> um, it won't be there yet, but. Now through December 25th, um, most arrivals into Disney World, you get two additional days added to your ticket. So if you're thinking you want to go to the park for five days, you can get that for the price of a three-day ticket. Um, so they have that offer right now, which is huge. I cannot ever remember. I don't remember the last time Disney's offered, like, buy X amount, get so many free. 
So that is available. Uh, if you do see online about it has to be a four-night, three-day trip, um, it is available if you choose to stay longer. So don't let that steer you away from it. There is availability. We can find it. Just give me a call. The other offer they're offering right now is if you choose not to do the free tickets, um, you know, we'll obviously look at whatever is the best cost effective for you, but they're also offering up to 35% off on rooms in select hotels through April 17th of this year. So um, there's a couple of things that you can get that are, again, new to 2021, but time sensitive. So is the April 17 one, is that you have to stay by that date or book by that date? Yeah. I know you have to stay by that day. Okay, so, so that'd be like if you, you know, you gotta, you wanna pop over for a quick long weekend or something. Now's the time to yep. get those and deals. Times are, the parks are not busy, guys. So if you feel safe to travel, um, obviously depending on where you're traveling from, um, we can look into your state guidelines for traveling outside of your state, but. I know we do have a couple people in the group that are traveling pretty soon. I know of a couple that are traveling soon, too. (laughs) Um, So hopefully we'll get to talk to them when they get back so we can get some on-the-ground reports, if you will. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so, okay, that's cool. That's good to know. So the ticket thing is through the end of the year, pretty much. Yeah. And the room thing is? April 17th. Uh, yeah, you have to book by March 15th, and it's through April 17th. So if you're thinking of a last-minute trip, you know, long weekend or anything like that, um, you will be surprised with how much you can get done with the lower crowd. So um, go check it out. There is some new things there that we did touch on that that's available now to see. So if you want to get a glimpse of what's going on, head on down. Now is the time. Yeah, because you can still, I mean, Toy Story Land, if you haven't seen that, that's all, that's up. You can still get into Galaxy's Edge, like you can mm-hmm. experience all these things. Katie can help you figure out how to get into Galaxy's Edge with the freaking map and the da 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 the Wi-Fi, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, one last thing that I just remembered um, and I didn't write down. We also found out that Disney is getting rid of extra magic hours. Um, so it used to be where you, if you were staying at a Disney resort hotel, you would have access to one of the parks for an hour, either in the morning or at night. And it changed which park w- was doing it which day. And they've right. changed it to, is it, isn't it like it's 30 minutes at every park right. every day? So it's extra magic minutes. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. So instead of it being an hour at Epcot on Monday, it's 30 minutes at every park every day. Correct. So yeah, I think it's more, again, Disney has plans. They know what they're doing. It's a way for them. You know, if there was an extra magic hour at Epcot, Epcot was super busy that morning. You wanted to, as many people wanted to go and enjoy that extra hour, if you were to ask me, I would tell you, stay away from that park in the morning because that's where everyone's going to be. Go to this park that opens. I was thinking the same thing. It's going to spread the crowd out. Exactly what it's for. It's a way to spread the crowd. 
So I'm I'm almost even though they cut it in half, I'm almost not okay. I'm fine with it because if you had a thousand families that were going to go to Epcot for an hour, and now they're going all different. Now you have 250 families going to each park. So who cares if it's only 30 minutes because you've you've compensated for for it. So I I think it's awesome. Like if I you know because then I can just wake up and again it's not like I have it's less planning right you can be a little more whim whim on a whim about it so yeah um yeah you know there's no there's no word they say that they got rid of the extra magic hours at night we don't really know if it's temporary or not so it could be something that's coming back when things are back to normal we're just not sure yet but at least As- you know you can still if you're staying at Disney Resort, you can still get in 30 minutes early. Yep. Which I think is great. So, um, I think that's it. That was a lot. And I'm, I know we've, I'm sure we missed stuff. Um, but I think those are like at least the highlights. So yeah. So anybody that's starting to think, you know, about traveling later this year, as things kind of start reopening slowly uh people start feeling safer to travel there's a lot to see and do so just you know reach out to katie her information is posted all in the group in the group if you just go to like the about section in the group um it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash main and magic or you can go to pictures and postcards travel.com and contact her through her website i think that's it i think we're gonna close this out this has to be one of the longest episodes ever <laughs> and it's, yeah it's, we're going for it um but we we want to know um from you guys in the group what did we talk about that is like sounding super exciting to you uh are you nerding out over Avengers Campus or are you, you know, ready to scurry over to Remy's um Ratatouille's adventure or, you know, what putting pennies away for the Star Cruiser experience? Yeah. <laughs> There's not enough couches on this planet <laughs> to equal the pennies that you need for that. But um yeah, let us know in the group. I'm curious what everybody's the most excited about and where you think you might want to go first. And uh, I think we are going to sign out. Bye, everybody. Cool. Wow, that was so much. That's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. Thanks to my guest, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you're heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts and the most signature personal service all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com, on Facebook and Instagram at picturesandpostcardstravel, or email her directly at kfisher at nyaaa.com. Now we invite you to join our Maine and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You're welcome to pop in to share an idea, story, or photo and connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun. 
head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Maine and Magic to join. If you've got a comment or question, you can also email me at mainandmagic at gmail.com and you can find us on Instagram at mainandmagic. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening. And of course, in the Disney tradition around here, we don't like to say goodbye, so we say see you real soon.